Let's turn in God's Word uh, to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, we'll be reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 1. We'll begin there. These are the very words of God. They're living and true, and so let's give our full attention to Him who speaks on high. For all this I considered in my heart, even to declare all this, that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. No man knoweth either love or hatred by all that is before them. All things come alike to all. There is one event to the righteous and to the wicked, to the good and to the clean and to the unclean, to him that sacrificeth and to him that sacrificeth not. As is the good, so is the sinner. And he that sweareth, as he that feareth an oath. This is an evil among all things that are done under the sun, that there is one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil, and madness is in their heart while they live. And after that they go to the dead. For to him that is joined to all the living there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything. Neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, and drink thy wine with a merry heart, for God now accepteth thy works. Let thy garments be always white, And let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which she hath given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity. For that is thy portion in this life, and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thine might. For there is no work nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in the evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of men snared in an evil time, when it falleth suddenly upon them. This wisdom have I seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city and a few men within it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. 
The words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. And those are God's words. Solomon now returns to surveying all things, the vanities that he has found in this world, and the Lord working through him to communicate these things to us. Through verse 3, whether righteous or evil, all things come upon all peoples. Good and bad come upon all peoples. He says, verse 3, Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil, and madness is in their heart while they live, and after that they go to the dead. And through verse 6, that that death, that death ends all of our enjoyments and employments. All the living know they will die. If you have any sense, you know you will die. And then through verse 10, if we all die, then it's wise to enjoy the comforts of life and the business of life and the, even the enjoyment of your wife and your spouse. Even in, if all of life is vanity, at least you can enjoy these things, he's saying. But whatever you do, he's saying, do it the best you can. And through verse 12, that God's providence is knowable, un, excuse me, unknowable, that great blessings and great calamities come upon all peoples, but only God knows when. And then to the end of the chapter, wisdom is very useful, and yet it gains men very little respect. And those who have done great work are turned away. And so then, what is there in this world that we should love it if all these things are true? You go back to the very uh, main theme of the book of Ecclesiastes where it says vanity of vanities, all is vanity or worthless. It's very true outside of Jesus Christ as we've learned, outside of faith in Jesus Christ. But in union with Christ, there are blessings upon blessings and there is wisdom and hope and there is comfort. There is actually purpose in life if you are in union with Jesus Christ. But outside of Christ, all those things don't exist. Only vanity. And so the encouragement here once again is to turn unto Christ by faith from your sins and be united to Him. And turn from your Father if you're still in union with your the evil father, the devil. Turn from Him. And be united to Christ by faith. Let's pray. Most Heavenly Father, we're thankful once again that You teach us Your ways. You teach us of Your judgments. You teach us of the vanity of this world outside of Christ. You teach us these things that we might see what is good and what is far better, infinitely better, that we find in You and in Your Son Jesus Christ, even in Your Spirit that You grant to Your people. And we pray now that You would pour forth Your Holy Spirit and change the hearts of the children and the many men and women here who are in their sins. That You would turn them to Yourself and You would grant them salvation in Christ Your Son. We pray for even those children in the womb that we love even now and You love and You have set apart as Your covenant people
even now in the womb. And we're thankful for this. For you have declared in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 14, that they are holy. They're set apart for a purpose as your covenant people. We pray even now for all of our children who are here amongst us, uh, also those in the womb who are here. Father, we pray that they would not be found covenant breakers on that last day. That You would make them covenant keepers. And so grant them faith by Your Spirit and by Your grace. That we could rejoice even with the angels in heaven of the, the one sinner who repents and turns to Christ. And uh, Father, we do pray that You would be with the mothers and the children in the womb, that You would uphold them, You would strengthen them. Uh, Father, we do praise You as well, uh, that You would... uh, We give You praise. We're thankful for the engagement of Brandon and Abigail. We're thankful uh, for them and their presence here. Uh, And they're worshiping with us. And You've brought them together. Uh, here and uh, Father, we do ask that you would prepare them even now for their marriage. We pray that they would uh, be discerning. You would keep them from sin, and you would create a new family. And that's uh, we're thankful for uh, families. We do pray that their family, as we pray for all of our families, that they that those marriages would show forth Christ and the church. And You would provide many blessings to them and many children who are blessings themselves and uh, great for sanctification and great for praising You and seeing Your great wonders, even the creation of man. And uh, Father, even now we do pray that You would be with the young ladies, young men, who need spouses. We pray for them that You would grant spouses to them, godly men and women who love You, who are devoted to You, who are seeking to be righteous and holy. And so provide, Father, and give discernment to their parents and to them uh, that You would guide them to the right one that You have ordained from all eternity for them. Father, we do ask now that You would Uh, Bless our congregation. We don't deserve to be blessed. We deserve to be uh, removed, the lampstand removed, uh, because of our waywardness. We even read in this very passage, one sinner destroyeth much good. And one sinner amongst us, one sin committed by one sinner amongst us can destroy much good. And so, Father, keep us united where we are united. Grant us that peace that we have together. We're thankful for what You have brought together amongst us. Uh, despite our many and very differences uh, of background and culture and, and whatnot, Father, we're thankful, though, that we have each other, even as a family, a spiritual family, uh, which we long to uh, be a part of for all of eternity. Uh, with the the rest of the saints throughout the world in all times. Father, we pray that You would maintain that unity we have, and that we would not destroy it through just one sin. And that would be so pitiful 
and uh, grieving, even as we consider that now to our own souls and our hearts. Father, we pray that You would grow us in unity and so grant us understanding and knowledge and wisdom of Your Word, Your truth, for You are truth. And uh, grant us that unity in the truth. And Father, we pray that You would provide for us and, and keep protecting us from evil. Cleanse us of our sins through the blood of Christ and by Your Holy Spirit, by Your Spirit that we would mortify or put to death our sins. And so show us our sins that we might flee from them and we would flee to Christ. Father, we ask that You would provide numerically to us that we might not glorify ourselves, but humbly seek after the growing of Your kingdom. We desire more sinners to be saved. We desire to plant more churches so that the kingdom would grow and more would hear the gospel. And so, Father, bring about that growth. Again, not for our own glory or so that we could take pride in ourselves. There's nothing that we would be doing to earn such credit. But You are the builder of the house. You are the one who grows the kingdom and so grow it as You promised to do, that even all nations would come unto You and covenant with Christ. We pray for this nation, it would do so. And uh, Father, we ask that You would grow us in uh, righteousness. Make us to be righteous as Christ is righteous and holy as He is holy. And You would cause us to put off those sins, but also put on righteousness. Clothe us with the righteousness of Christ. We desperately need His righteousness worked in us by Your Spirit and by Your grace, as You work through the very means of grace, the Word, the sacraments, and prayer. And so, Father, now we ask that You would uh, encourage us in Christ, those who are downcast in heart and soul and mind. Father, build them up in the faith and comfort them in Christ and give us all hope in His many sovereign promises that He has made. That every single one in the past He has been faithful to, and we know every single one of those promises He will keep uh, for the future. And so bring them about soon, if it would be Your will. But do it at the perfect timing, for all uh, that Your name would be receiving all glory. We pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.